Vegan Dale. Okay. Sorry. I know you're busy. Are you busy? Are you doing things? Are you? Okay? I'm a little preoccupied, but it's fine. Do you want to talk, talk about, about Vegan Dale a little bit? Let's, yeah, let's talk about Vegan Dale. What is a Vegan Dale? Vegan Dale is like Vegan Palooza. I don't know. Isn't it like some kind of concertish thing? Yeah, it's like one of those vegan fairs. Where is it? It's a, an event that 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 travels. So it goes from like I think they do Miami, mm-hmm. New York, Los Angeles, Chicago. So it's like it's like a kind of a vegan palooza. They're promoters. They're 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 definitely you're not sure whether or not they're super down with the vegan cause. But these are big large scale events that bring a lot of people to the table. And what Vegandale does is they maybe differently is they bring big name acts. So they have concerts too that are connected with their their their, their, their vegan food fair events. And uh, there's kind of this situation where a lot of vegans are up in arms. And I've seen some posts on social media. I've seen some, uh, you know, video YouTuber vegan people complaining about it, about how they have hired Rick Ross, who's a rapper. He's kind of he's like this, uh, uh, you know, pretty, pretty famous, well-known rapper, kind of an opulent kind of, you know, he's into excess. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so he is headlining Vegandale. And who, act- who else is performing? Oh, uh, uh, what is her name? Cole Leroy. You know, uh, uh, Girls Are Players too. You know. That. Okay. I actually Googled her, and the first picture I saw was she was wearing like some like fox coat. <laughs> so obviously she's not vegan either. The situation with Rick Ross, which is kind of well well documented. I mean, he raps about it. The he owns thirty wing stops. Yeah, and also I guess he has some like pets, like a zoo, some exotic animals. So um, the real opposite of a vegan type person. He's not vegan. Yeah, he's not vegan. Could, hey, couldn't Vegan Dale just get Moby? <laughs> who who do we have available? Okay, so the situation is a lot of vegans are mad because you know, and 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 I, I mean, I could totally understand this um, situation where it's like, why? you know, give money to someone who is buying into the factory farm system, you know, especially Wingstop seems like such a, a, a non-vegan thing. Mm-hmm. And cruelty and violence. However, my position was like definitely opposed to a lot of people's opinion. I, I just feel that vegans are too comfortable in their own bubble. We're too comfortable in our echo chamber. And when someone like Rick Ross, like a non-vegan, is at a vegan event, he's going to bring a lot of mainstream people that wouldn't normally go to a vegan event. Mm-hmm. And it would bring a lot of discussion, uh, experiences. Sure. People that wouldn't normally eat vegan food okay. would be at these events because they have nothing else to eat but vegan food. And they're at he- Vegandale. Right. So, I mean, I think there might be a difference between bringing somebody who happens to be like a meat eater in their regular private life because they're an entertainer and you need entertainers. Uh, That might be a little different 
than someone who's actively promoting the factory farm system and it's like their core business and they make their like, you know, vocal about it. My issue is not against Rick Ross. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I obviously I don't support what he does. But I think that it's important that since we are such a small minority, that we bring in mainstream people that aren't part of the vegan community. Sure. You said that. And I, I, and I said, and I said, no problem, but do they have to be actively against the vegan community? Is he actively against it or just not, part not of the stream? By, he's just you, part it, of the normal like world we live in where Wingstop is normal. Do we need to trench into some kind of tribalism? Like this person's bad, that person's better because they only eat hamburgers on right. Thursday. Yeah, there's like a spectrum of shittiness. And I'm on it too, and you're on it, and we're all kind of bad people to some extent, and we're trying to be better. And yeah, I don't know, like... Sure, you can draw a line. The line you have to draw a line on the spectrum of shittiness that I just made up somewhere. And since we're all none of us are saints, we you know we we want to associate ourselves with someone anywhere on the spectrum, or is, do you draw the line somewhere or nowhere? No, there's no spectrum. There's nonsense. There, of course, there's this. What do you well, mean? Well, there's well, no well, spectrum. Well, there, there's the, you know there's no black or white or, or, I, or there's that's areas exactly of gray. what I said. There's no there's no black or white. It's a spectrum. Yeah, it's but you're saying okay, okay, okay. You're like on one end there's like dictators and murderers, and on the other end there's Mother Teresa. I don't know, not Mother Teresa, but you know what I'm saying. Like we're all on it. We're all bad. We're all flawed. So are you saying anybody anywhere can can be the headliner of Vegandale or you're saying we draw the line at owning businesses you know what I mean it's it's arbitrary but I'm saying you associate yourselves with people based on some criteria and uh, we all get to decide what the criteria is when we get up in arms about a person that's doing except in in the acceptable world obviously in the vegan mm-hmm. world obviously he's not he's whatever a bad guy yeah but in the real world He's an entrepreneur. Sure. And people like, let's say, Gordon Ramsay. Mm-hmm. What makes, you know, compare Gordon Ramsay to Rick Ross? They're both big personalities. They both they both deal in cruelty. Sure. So, so you know, I mean, not that, not... not, and, and not only that, Gordon Ramsay actively promotes vegan vegan products like he's promoting some vegan ramen right now and uh-huh. i'm going vegan for lunch you know so sure. so so again what's the difference do we have to put people on a scale oh this person's worse than this person no that's that's what i'm i'm asking you is is anybody not allowed what's the difference well i'm not saying rick ross shouldn't i'm not agreeing like no don't let him perform at vegandale right i'm asking you a question it, it, is there no criteria by which someone should not perform at Vegandale? Regardless of whoever made the choice of, of, of bringing Rick Ross to Vegandale or whoever made the choice of having Gordon Ramsay promote, uh, you know, almond milk or, or whoever decides to make these things, it's all a capitalistic choice, okay? We, we cannot control the, 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 the gears of capitalism. The reason... Well, you we can insofar as we can choose whether or not to buy a ticket to Vegandale. That's correct. But what I'm saying is there is a mindset for the vegans to say, 
no, a hex on your farm, a hex on your Vegandale, you know, a hex on the situation. And what I'm saying is this could be a learning situation and it could be a situation where you could bring people that wouldn't normally go to a vegan event and they're going to go to a vegan event. And so I think it's actually something that's good and not bad. Okay. And if we want to vilify omnivores, then people are going to think that vegans suck. Why are you yelling? I don't know. Because I'm passionate about this. Okay. Um, okay. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Uh, like, sure, there, that's, that is an argument, and there's some validity to it, and I also see some validity to the counter-argument. Yeah, no. I mean, I see it both ways, but I also see that from the outside, there's a lot of people that will judge vegans based on their reaction to something like this. Yes. And and I want to read a comment because I got a lot of negative comments when I posted the video about, you know, Vegan Dale and how I supported a conversation between omnivores and vegans and a, and a situation where omnivores and vegans can be, can be together and, and, and bring omnivores to a vegan event. Okay. This person went to the Chicago event. So I guess the uh, the the Vegan Dale in New York City hasn't started yet. I guess it's going to be like in in August. I don't, I'm not sure exactly when this podcast is going to present. Maybe it'll, it might have happened by now. Or uh, but but this person attended the Vegan Dale. A vegan person who I guess follows the the um, my Insta. I attended the Vegan Dale in Chicago, and things have changed. People are definitely coming out for the artist slash performance. The increase in attendance during the musical performance was drastic in Chicago. Maybe Chicago was an off situation. What I observed was Rick Ross brought out a different audience that wouldn't normally consider eating vegan food. But in this instance, they did because that was the only option available. Hopefully, the majority had a positive experience and, we be, and would be more open to eating vegan options outside of the festival. Okay. Well, that uh, supports your argument. For us to embrace change, we have to feel discomfort. And for us to embrace change, sometimes we have to do things differently and think differently. There's kind of this vegan closed society situation, kind of this vegan bro, vegan, I don't know, togetherness. And I understand that's what makes the community strong. But that also separates vegans from the mainstream society. And bringing in non-vegans, maybe bringing people that are extreme like Rick Ross might be a situation where lives could be changed. People will have a different perspective on trying the food. And honestly, that, that's sort of what my ethos is with, 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 all, with everything I'm doing. I, I know that I'm not accepted, you know, really in the vegan culture. I'm kind of a, I don't know, curiosity. You're accepted? What are you talking about? Um, okay, but look... For the most part, I agree with you on this, and I, I don't have a huge issue with Rick Ross. But to some extent, 
you know, if you believe veganism is like a matter of life and death, which literally, you know, it is for the animals, you know, if you take it seriously to say like you, there's all these gazillions of chickens, it's like saying like we're normalizing a murderer. I, you know what I mean? I Again, I, I'm not perfect. I accidentally, you know. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. People were bringing up like 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 the Jews and Auschwitz and all yeah, sorts of, I mean, I, 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 that, that, that was thing, in the comment section that was going on. That's what I meant about this spectrum of shittiness, right? Like that everybody's flawed to some extent, but is there some point at which like this person, I don't want to be associated with him because he's done so much wrong. I'm not saying it's Rick Ross. I'm just saying is, this is what I was talking about. Like, where do you draw the line? And I don't think it's at Rick Ross. I think you're right that it was productive to have, him draw an audience of non-vegans to be in a vegan place. That was all good. And, but the question is, is there not some like moral criteria by which you don't want like that person's like so-called toxicity to mar your event? Well, if they're bringing non-vegan food to the event. Right. So I'm saying again, that there is a spectrum and there is a line. And what you're arguing is Rick Ross is on the right side of the line. And okay, fine. No, no, no. I'm I'm arguing that having these situations where you bring people that are not, you would not be associated in the mm -hmm. vegan sphere, that are not vegan, to a vegan event, I think is productive, especially when sure. they can bring an audience right, right, that, ha right. that, that, that hasn't experienced a vegan ex uh, event before. And I, I, I and, and it's just like, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, there's people that want to have sort of a, um, you know, like a whatever, a fortress mentality. Like sure. we want we want a place of of comfort and, mm -hmm. uh, um, uh, you know, a, a place, uh, you know, a safe place. And obviously right. this isn't it. No. It, but here's the question. Are you saying are we making a moral compromise for the greater good? Is this a utilitarian decision? Because I, you could also argue like giving this guy money means he can invest in another Wingstop, right? Yeah, or maybe have a vegan option at the Wingstop. Sure, sure, sure. But uh, like you, we, you know, you're you're paying him, and that money could go to like, and he's developed a. I'm again. I'm. This is not about Rick Rock. I, you know I, I can saying? I can totally understand it, but I I mean I can I can also create a situation where most vegans are, you know, go to a grocery store and we're paying into sure, the factory exactly. farms every and time all, we yeah, step exactly. out of our apartment yes. and yeah. every time right. we make our, right. our, our choice, these choices, you know, when we buy field roast, we're giving money not to a vegan company, but we're buying, we're giving money to Maple Leaf Foods, the, the largest, right. uh, you know, factory farm in Canada. So, you know, when we buy Follow Your Heart mayonnaise, we're giving money to the largest factory farm in Europe. We don't live on a homestead. No. I, I'm saying that you, the world like, is <laughs> right. the world is what it is. Okay. Mm -hmm. We are placed in this 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 world. And I feel that we need to start doing things differently because things aren't going the way we right. need to go. Yes, that, that's absolutely true. We are expecting different results by doing the same thing and to some extent we do have to be honest with ourselves and admit like not everything is working it's not working it's not working veggie grill closed hey, yeah veggie grill closed see, see what happened man. proof it's not it's not working <laughs>
Okay. So anyway, all right, man. Well, uh, that was an interesting conversation, at least. Uh, but I, I mean, I, I, I really, I do feel that I become the bad guy when I, ex- you know, express my opinion like this. A lot of people will come well, after no, me. No, any, any, anyone having any opinion becomes the bad guy to someone. You, you cannot believe anything and voice your opinion in this world without being a bad guy. Yeah, I, I just feel that some people in the vegan community are so entrenched in their position. Right, I respect they see their it position. As life and death. Yeah, but 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 they're so entrenched that they are increasing animal cruelty right, right, with right. with their with their they're, behaviors. They're not willing to make a utilitarian compromise. And I, to be realistic, we are. Hopefully, I can change some minds so that we can have proper discourse. And and I I do feel you know you know oh, there, there's also this thing too where you know I, it always echoes in my head when I talk about being non-judgmental. And I guess some hardcore vegans would call oh you're a pick me vegan. You know that mm-hmm. that that concept of like, oh, pick me. I, you know, I'm. I'm yeah, the, you, you know, want to be appealing to everyone. You don't want to. You want to be a people pleaser. But I'm not. Come on, I'm. I'm anything well, but I'm just a people saying that's pleaser. What, I'm not saying you, Jason. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what a pick me. That's what I'm understanding a pick me vegan to be. Yeah, but I, I think if you just look at the facts and you look at the that meat consumption is up, and and the factory farms are increasing, and and more and more, you know acres of land are being burned to 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 have cattle graze on the amazon and you know just just it just keeps on exponentially growing we need a new way of expressing our veganism that's um more direct and i mean the planet's burning and i mean yep it's is a anyone listening? fire <laughs> anyway all right, man. So that was it. Okay, I, I think we did enough. <sighs> yeah, I think we did. So, what did you have for, for lunch? Um, I haven't had lunch yet. But as I said before, maybe I'll microwave another uh, a non-microwave suggested ravioli. I had some cashews, and then I'm debating whether or not to do a video on the conscious sushi. Ah, uh, ha ha ha! Oh, that's a good question. I can't. You know, I. I don't want to weigh in on that. You look, I, I see why a lot of your so-called influencers, they want to be like rah-rah on all vegan products because they just want to say like, this is a good thing to exist. I'm glad it's here. I'm glad someone is trying. And so they, you know, they, they don't want to go into the nuance of whether it tastes good or not because it should just be like cheerleading the movement. Um, and if it were in my case, everything tastes good. But I understand for you, there are choices in like, consumer choices to be made and you actually care what it tastes like and you want to help like guide people to good things and i can also see how if it doesn't taste good that's going to put people off on vegan products in general so you're shepherding them to the good ones means like it sustains itself yes it's just like that song by the who which one uh, behind the Okay. <laughs> well, it's been uh, it's been an experience. Thank you, and um, 